Thank you for joining in to Be Present Podcast. I'm your host, Rashad Smith. You know, I've never been one to take partial to one scripture or some scripture while not preferring or disagreeing even with other parts. I am of the camp, not only what he has said, I believe, but also that which he has said and I don't understand. I will wait to hear from him on that matter, which means I'm going to wait until he reveals to me his mysteries. Singers Brian and Katie Torwalt have a song from their first album titled I Breathe You In. In the bridge, Katie sings, when I don't understand you, I will choose you. For many of us, we don't have to fight or push back against oppression aimed towards us or anyone else. We simply might bow out or, quote unquote, take it to the Lord in prayer, as the old hymn says. Respectively, many of us are of the other mindset, believe we have to fight or push back everything that oppresses us, even in our own strength. So we seemingly hit a conundrum, which is where so many people lacking faith state, The Bible contradicts itself. This is also how we have multiples of multiples of denominations and sects, S-E-C-T-S, and ultimately concluding in false worship and agnosticism. But no, dear one, scripture does not contradict itself. God, Yahweh, is not a man that he can or will lie. And even the words that have been added to and taken away from by men, or as my generation might say, chopped and screwed, God's word was and still is infallible, and God's word was inspired by his own voice. Furthermore, wisdom exhorts us to ask for wisdom, and we will have wisdom. Yeshua told his disciples that what is a mystery to others is your kingly and priestly right to know. Now that was free, but that's not my point. So what exactly do we do? Which mindset do we choose? Well, you need to ask for wisdom. Wisdom teaches men and women how to discern times and seasons, as well as how to discern time and how to be judicious, that is sober-minded, sound, in your right mind, and how to make the appropriate decisions. There are indeed times where both are applicable, even though both are true. My point, Psalm 17, verses 1 through 2, David is in the courts of the just judge who is God, both asking God, who is judge, to hear his prayer, but also requesting that God, who is both the just judge and the God of righteousness, who avenges his people, to avenge him. Listen to David's prayer in Psalm 17, 1 and 2. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my prayer. Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from your presence. Let your eyes look on things that are upright. Here is wisdom. None of us, no matter the level of honor we wear on our war clothes in the spirit, or anything apart from the vine who is Jesus. Any effort we put towards anything that is not only outside of faith, but also in our own efforts and strength, be it bold or introverted and covert, will accomplish nothing. It will resemble nothing that already is in heaven, which is written for us to manifest in earth. Sure, fight, 
Also, certainly be humble. What's greater is this, knowing that you are enveloped in the pavilion and shadow of Almighty God. That is where it's at. And it is from that place which matters most and where we win wars because it's all his power and might fighting for us. Sometimes we can anchor ourselves in self-justification when we've been wrong, that we've become our own avenger in turns, our own God and our own salvation. Now, we might not think this is criminal or that we're even doing it or it's against the will of Father, but what it does is pushes aside the finished work of the cross by Jesus, where we've taken our own burdens, sins, and cares. This is not only impossible, but it is dangerous. When we vindicate ourselves of wrongs done by our oppressors, we hide in our own pavilions, our own shadows, and our own armory, none of which are steady, sure, or can sustain blows from our enemies. Oppression hurts. Being wronged hurts too, especially by our loved ones or even the unfair oppression we might face we never saw coming like backbiting, underhanded deals, coups, those who conspire against us, those staying in it throb. Moreover, the cruel oppression that comes at us when we are in fact innocent like David was. Now that is a death blow. But here's what David did, and you might take and learn a lesson from him in Psalm 17. Number one, when no one understood him, he continued to steady himself in the rock. Number two, when his oppressors pursued him, he prayed for his enemies. Now, there were times where he prayed against his enemies, and this is where we learn wisdom. I think Yeshua reminded us of this in New Testament. Number three, when the man he was hired from was told to bring him in so that he could heal and serve this man, this man rejected David. Yet David honored, blessed, protected and supported the man that is King Saul. And number four. When David's back was against the wall and there were enemies on all sides, David encouraged himself in the Lord God Almighty, ascended into Almighty's bosom in his pavilion and allowed Yahweh to comfort and justify him until there was rest and peace on all sides. Self-justification does many things, but here are a few. Number one, it removes us from the protection and safety of El Gabor, the mighty one. Number two, it causes us to become bitter, then angry, then enraged. These are all fruit of the carnal nature rather than fruit of the spirit. And number three. Self-justification drenches us in pride combined with unresolved hurt where we give off a foul aroma instead of a pleasing one. Hear me. God knows how to avenge his elect. That is his word and he has placed his word, which is also his promise above his name. So here's my suggestion. It is as the prophet of old Habakkuk said, 
I will stand and wait to see the response of the Lord God Almighty. And the Lord God Almighty certainly responds with swift justice, and he also avenges us. Therefore, when you are right and you know you are right, stand in his justice, in his shadow, instead of your own rightness when you're misunderstood. May it be with us, even as the spontaneous verse says by Amanda Cook, when I'm misunderstood, your love understands me. In her song, you don't miss a thing. Blessings. Thank you.